You're tuned in to the thinking out loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you, featuring author, speaker, and minister. Michael Nimmons. Well, guys, again, we are celebrating Women's History Month and this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show with another very special guest, CEO uh, and uh, political analyst for uh, the iconic, legendary Roland Martin's own uh, digital daily show, Roland Martin Unfiltered, Teresa Lundy. I appreciate you even bringing up this topic, but I, I also think listeners need to also rethink how they classify women who have been the first. You know, Loretta Lynch isn't, you know, just some attorney. She was the former U.S. Attorney General, where she served from 2015 to 2017, becoming the first woman to hold that office. And, and then after that, she did actually work with the NFL. Um, I, I think that was based on allegations by the Washington Commanders um, or their, or, uh, with the owner, Daniel Snyder, about his former limited partners. So she has a track record um, of, you know, serving the U.S. Uh, in the capacity under uh, President Barack Obama and also serving the NFL. But we are... It is that clarity of purpose, that relentless dedication, that spirit, the spirit of Selma that we summon today. We will keep fighting. We will keep organizing. We will keep shouting. We will keep making good trouble. And we will march on until victory is won. Thank you all. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And I'm your host, author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nimitz. You're tuned in to the show that's giving voice to issues that matter to you. Guys, we're glad to be tu- that you're tuning in to another brand new edition 
a March edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. March Madness. That's right, guys. March Madness is underway. And you, know, those of you who know and listen to the show know I am a big sports fan. And uh, even as I speak, even as I speak, I'm watching my Michigan State Spartans play the um, – Purdue Boilermakers in the Big Ten semifinals, Big Ten tournament semifinals. We're keeping our fingers crossed and uh, believing that uh, the Spartans will get the victory there down uh, a little less than uh, 10 points here in the first half of uh, the Big Ten tournament. Just giving you a quick update, but they did make it to the semifinals. Uh, on the first night, they uh, made it past Maryland. Uh, almost giving up uh, a 20-point lead in that game against Maryland, but they survived and advanced uh, on uh, on uh, Thursday evening of the uh, the Big Ten tournament, and then on Friday evening they ended up winning, beating number two Wisconsin uh, in the Big Ten tournament, and now they're playing number uh, number one. I'm sorry, number three Purdue Boilermakers. Uh, and uh, the semifinals and whoever wins this game will play the Iowa Hawkeyes who uh, won in a uh, very exciting fashion <laughs> last second three pointer uh, to uh, end the game against the Indiana Hoosiers to make it to the championship game which will be played on Sunday selection Sunday and that's when all the brackets are going to be um uh, well, field out, or that—that's the start of the NCAA uh, tournament. The selection show at six o'clock on Sunday evening. All eyes will be tuned in. Sports fans all around the country will be watching and uh, and filling out their brackets for this year's tournament. So uh, we will be doing that as well. Watching Selection Sunday on uh, tomorrow at six p.m. Uh, rooting for our Michigan State Spartans. I think they may have improved their uh, seeding for the tournament because they made it to the semifinals. They again are, uh, you know, they're, they're a weak team this year. They're not <clears throat> not a strong Michigan State team. We're missing some key uh, leaders, I think, uh, in this uh, iteration of the Michigan State Spartans. But Michigan State uh, has been resilient in the past, so we'll see. That is the magic of Mark. So I'm excited and uh, waiting with bated breath to see how things are going to shake out on tomorrow, 6 p.m. Selection Sunday. Stay tuned. Well, guys, again, we are celebrating Women's History Month in this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show, and uh, we're doing it in grand fashion. I hope you enjoyed last week's show with my special guest, uh, State's Attorney uh, from Baltimore City, uh, Marilyn Mosby, uh, thank, thanking her again so much for being with us on uh, last week's edition of the Woman Influence uh, edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show, and we are continuing our Women of Influence series in this month, celebrating Women's History Month with another very special guest, CEO uh, and uh, political analyst for TML, uh, CEO of TML Communications and political analyst for uh, the iconic, legendary Roland Martin's own uh, digital daily show, Roland Martin Unfiltered, Teresa Lundy. Uh, She is a brilliant uh, marketing strategist, uh, 
principal founder of TML Communications, and she is a regular panelist for uh, Roland Martin's the, uh, uh, own digital uh, daily digital show uh, that you can see on YouTube at 6 p.m. Uh, called the Roland Martin Unfiltered Show, and uh, she does a awesome job uh, each and every Tuesday uh, filling uh, filling the panelist position there. Owen Roland Martin Unfiltered. I've seen her a few times and reached out to her on social media. We talk a little bit about that in the interview and uh, uh, was able to get her on the podcast. So, guys, we have a great show in store for you. Excited about uh, the interview we have coming up with CEO and political analyst Teresa Lunday. Lundy, look forward to sharing that interview with you in just a little bit. In addition to our interview with Teresa Lundy, uh, we're going to be sharing with you an excerpt of a speech that was given by uh, Vice President Kamala Harris on this past Sunday, March the 6th, which marked the uh, 57th anniversary of Bloody Sunday, uh, the march across the Edmund Pettus Bridge in Selma, Alabama. And uh, Vice President Harris marked that occasion or that anniversary uh, with uh, a a, uh, a march there uh, with a number of civil rights leaders and congressmen and women uh, on both sides of the aisle uh, there in Selma to commemorate uh, the anniversary of this uh, bloody Sunday. You all recall that uh, Dr. King and uh, John Lewis uh, joined with uh, uh, hundreds of others, uh, black uh, activists uh, in the civil rights movement back in 19. 19- 1965 to march for voting rights and uh, in this speech uh, Kamala, uh, Vice President Kamala Harris um, uh, speaks to that and also talks about the necessity of the passage of the John Lewis Voting Rights Act as well so we're going to be sharing with you an excerpt of this speech in this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show We also wanted to make mention of a news story that unfortunately is not getting a lot of uh, press and publicity uh, and it it deals is uh, indirectly related to uh, the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Uh, WNBA uh, star Brittany Griner uh, has found uh, her way in the middle of uh, this um, this war in uh, in the Ukraine Uh, WNBA star according to ESPN, uh, was detained in Russia uh, because uh, customs officials said they found cartridges of hashish oil in her luggage at an airport near Moscow in February. Uh, according to reports, the timing legal experts and league sources agree couldn't be worse coming amid Russia's invasion of Ukraine and a collapse in U.S.-Russia's Russian relations. I was listening to a radio show, kind of go into some of the, give some context to what's happening. Uh, she's kind of in a quandary because she was over in Russia playing uh, basketball. Because, from what I understand, WNBA players uh, uh, go overseas because they can make more money 
playing overseas and playing in the WNBA and uh, she was headed back home and uh, got detained uh, because of uh, what Russia was calling some illegal contraband and uh, the WNBA uh, according to reports their hands are tied they can't really do anything uh, because of um, uh, because well their hands are tied for what I understand I'm not exactly sure why um, but uh, what is also interesting is that uh, Brittany Griner uh, from uh, all reports seems to be on her own uh, and and caught in the middle of this uh, you know of what is going on she's almost like a political pawn and uh she, it seems like she has to get her own attorney, a Russian lawyer who would, who's willing to uh, take this case on and represent her, which I'm sure is going to be hard to do uh, given the set of circumstances. But um, our thoughts and prayers are with her family. Uh, from what I understand, uh, no one really knows where she's being detained. Uh, what her, where her, what are her whereabouts at this? point? Point or this moment, uh, but again, I bring it up because uh, again, all of our eyes uh, and our attention are focused on what is going on in the country of Ukraine, and Russia is continuing their onslaught of this sovereign people there. And um, our thoughts and prayers are continually with the people of Ukraine, and uh, we we spoke about that a bit in our thought of the week on last week. Uh, and entitled Am I My Brother's Keeper? You can listen to it. Uh, it's available uh, everywhere you listen to your podcast, including our own personal website, michaelnemons.com. Check it out. we love to get your thoughts and feedback about that. Uh, our message to the Ukrainian people, Am I My Brother's Keeper? And we know we all are our brother's keeper. John Don, the poet, said at best, no man is an island entire of himself. Every man is a part of the continent a part of the main if a man dies it diminishes me for I am involved in mankind therefore never send to know for whom the bell tolls it tolls for thee so all of us are part of the human family all of us are uh, in what Dr. King called an inextricable inextricably tied and inextricably bound um, and tied in a garment in a in one single garment of destiny, and that makes us all accountable uh, and responsible for one another. If one man dies, it diminishes me because we are all involved in mankind. So that is where we are. That is where uh, we stand uh, as it relates to uh, what's happening in. The country of Ukraine, and so our thoughts are certainly with um, a WNBA player, Brittany Griner, and her family. We hope that things are going to work out for her benefit and for her good. We hope that um, uh, the U.S. will be able to get involved in some way in bringing her back to the states and reuniting her with her family.
Also, guys, uh, we want you to check out our Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page. We're always posting uh, new things on uh, the uh, on the page uh, periodically, uh, and we just posted a video that. Um, uh, we saw on Instagram uh, from Snoop Dogg, the rapper. Uh, I know gas prices are high. I get it. <laughs> I get it, guys. I get it. But somebody, uh, this this guy on here, I guess the video, you might as well want to call it, um, what are you going to do, Joe? What are you going to do, Joe? And uh, I'm going to play a little clip of it uh, right now. Take a listen. Joe, I didn't eat, Joe. Joe, I didn't eat today, Joe. You know why, Joe? You want to know why? The gas, Joe. I got a car. I got a car, Joe. Look at me, Joe. Joe, my feet is on land. He said, look at me, Joe. Look at me, Joe. My feet is on land. He basically saying that I'm walking because the gas prices are too high. He got a car, but I guess he can't drive it because he refused to put any more gas in it. I understand where he's coming from. I do. And we've been seeing, you know, people post on social media about filling a tank up and, you know, $57 for, for a tank of gas. Somebody put in 75 You know, I mean, hey, a personal note. You know, I just give them a 20 and do the best that I can and keep it moving. I don't even look at how much it is. I'm, you know, I, I that's just something not that I do to get me through the day. But I'm not going to lose any sleep over the gas prices. <laughs> I hope you don't as well. <laughs> But if you want to see the whole video, go to our Thinking Out Loud Facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud HQ. You can see this guy's whole video where he's uh, basically saying, look at me, Joe. Look at me, Joe. And he's he's emotional. He said, I got a car, but my feet is on land. Oh, I'm still laughing at that. You got to check that video out. Check it out at Facebook.com forward slash Think It Out Loud HQ. Leave us your comments as well. We'd love to know what you think of that video. Well, guys, we're getting ready to take a break. When we come back, we're jumping right into my interview with CEO and political analyst Teresa Lundy. She's with us this week uh, as our woman of influence uh, and this as we celebrate Women's uh, History Month on this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. You don't want to go anywhere. You're tuned in to one of the hottest radio shows online. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. Hello, my name is Maya Nimmons, and I want you to listen to my dad, Michael Nimmons, on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Every Tuesday at 8 p.m., available everywhere you listen to your podcast, and now available on the Detroit Praise Network website. You better listen to that little girl, the Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Author and activist, Brina Clark. We have a very long history of uh, prominent women, uh, courageous women, raising their voices to speak. Thinking out loud. Uh, To talk about the circumstances of African-Americans, of black people in this country. Uh, People like Anna Julia Cooper, who I've mentioned, Mary McLeod Bethune, many, many other women, Dorothy Height. 
certainly Michelle Obama, a contemporary woman, and Stacey Abrams, also a contemporary woman. But many times our voices have been ignored. They've been disrespected. We've been talked over. And I think that's particularly true, as you'll remember, in the vice presidential debate, so much so that Vice President Harris had to insist, I'm speaking now. The, the interesting thing is, and we've been asked whether we took our title from that, we did not. We actually had been discussing that title prior to that, so we were very excited when she also said that, because that's another way to interpret this, to say to those out here, don't speak for me and don't speak over me. Because I am speaking now. Join us each week as we celebrate Women's History Month here on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Black to the bone, to the core, to the root. I am to America a very strange fruit. Born from a tree nearly wilted from its traps into a world content with racial labeling and criminal profiles. I search for truths that have been withheld from books produced to tell history. And it's a mystery how they missed me or people like me when our backs were broken from building this country and our hands were calloused from sowing seeds upon which men and women would bleed and still not be free for another 300 years. I believe some mothers still cry those slaves' tears Cause fear and anger run deep And get passed down through generations like heirlooms And in the heirlooms the stench of discrimination As this nation falls deeper into complacency Denying black beauty and black pride Black lives really do matter Here on the Thinking Out Loud radio show Giving voice to issues that matter to you Rebranded, reinvented, reinvigorated, revived. The new MichaelNimmons.com website is finally here. And believe me, it's worth the wait. A state-of-the-art website where you can listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast, watch Thinking Out Loud TV, read the Thinking Out Loud blog, purchase books and swag, and so much more. Subscribe today and get a free gift on us. Stop by the new MichaelNimmons.com. It is sure to be a thought-provoking experience. What is up, beautiful people? It's your girl, Lex Devine, in the building, kicking it with yours truly, Michael Nimmons, on the Thinking Out Loud radio and TV show. All right, y'all, stay tuned. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. All right, guys, we are back on a phenomenal edition Women's History Edition of uh, Thinking Out Loud radio show. We have a great guest with us. I can't wait to jump into this interview with her. 
um, for Women's History Month and our Woman of Influence series that we have been going uh, that has been going on uh, in the month of March. And I'm so very excited to be chatting with this uh, very influential uh, woman uh, on today. And so before we do that, though, I want to give her a proper introduction. She's the principal and founder of TML Communications, the award-winning strategic public relations, crisis communications, and community engagement firm that produces results. She's a proven expert in the field of marketing and communications because of the singular quality of her work. Uh, she's one of the most sought after consultants that corporations and mission driven organizations seek out to develop a message, execute an action plan and reach a target audience. Her firm recently celebrated its five year anniversary in August of 2022. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to give a warm thinking out loud radio show welcome to new friend of the show and CEO and principal founder of TML Communications, our good friend, Teresa Lundy. Welcome to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. To be here, Michael, and to your listening audience. Well, thank you so, so very much, Teresa, for being with us. We're so very happy and honored for you to be one of our featured guests for Women History Month. Um, well, I'm grateful for the opportunity. Um, I've son- seen your work um, and I've seen your conversation. So um, I'm happy to be of service. Thank you so much. So, uh, Teresa, tell us a little bit more about yourself and TML Communications. Yeah, thanks for that. So TML Communications uh, is a full service strategic public relations crisis communications and community engagement firm. And we produce results for a lot of individuals, organizations, elected officials um, in in Philadelphia. That's where we're headquartered. But we've done so many projects from um, small brands to larger organizations such as DoorDash, Lyft, Zipcar, um, from elected officials. We've worked um, for the governor. We work for the mayor. Um, and also some uh, sitting state senators and elected officials. Um, I think the importance of our work has to do with a lot of messaging and how it communicates to Black and Brown communities. Um, The pandemic has really shown corporations and organizations that it is time to maybe increase or upgrade their communication strategy and making sure that they are directing that message to the right audience at the right time. So I think, you know, if we even look at, you know, some of the issues that has been going on, we've had corporations trying to figure out how to um, figure out what is that message for uh, black, black and brown populations and how can they give back? So we figure that out <laughs> as a, a black woman and minority on firm here in the city of Philadelphia um, is is helping them understand that the landscape is not the same for every population. And so some of those messaging techniques, either from the social media and being sensitive to some of the issues that we have, is is that's how you bridge the gap with some of the um, products and services that they're offering. I love what we do. Um, You know, my team is filled with black and brown individuals. And I started it in 2015 with the same premise that I stand on today is purpose. And part of that purpose is understanding that um, not everyone knows what to say 
Um, but we make sure that we equip them with the tools so they can better say what they need to say at the right time. Hmm, that's interesting. That is interesting. You know, if an, if an entrepreneur, business owner is listening to you uh, in this interview uh, and, you know, they're wondering, you know, how uh, can you be of service to them and their firm uh, or or help expand and grow their business? What kind of services would you be able to provide them? You know, that's a great question. And some of the things that um, we've actually done since the pandemic, um, I have a column. So it's a monthly column that is in the Metro. The Metro uh, is a wide syndication um, print publication. Um, that's not only in Philadelphia, but it's in New York, it's in DC. So it's in a lot of cities across the US, but it's the number one free paper. And that is so important because when it comes to um not only delivering business solutions, but understanding uh, some of the elements of what you go through while you're in business. It's a it's a good self help, right? And so, so what I've been doing is is making sure that we have the right uh, amount of um, resources and the right amount of um, stories to tell, letting them know about new entrepreneurships, letting them know when they contract you know, either in the city or state, this is what you look for. And understanding that every city is different, every state is different, um, but everything remains the same when it comes time to get some of those free resources, either from the city or state or federal level. And so what we try to do is make sure that we are connecting people with some of those resources. Um, I do a lot of mentorship. Uh, I love young people. I think they are the future. You know, I am the future. Right. So somebody had to invest in me in order for me to be here. And so I I don't think it's necessarily always a a waiting period for entrepreneurs and CEOs to give back. So I I think once you figure out the crux um, and some of the nooks and crannies of business, then you should be able to tell your story at the specific time that is necessary for you to um, help people achieve their goals. I totally agree with you. And, and it really sounds like uh, you are you're doing just that, you know, celebrating five years uh, in uh, in your firm's existence and you being the principal founder of that. You guys are doing some big things in Philadelphia. And I know you guys are enjoying my interview with the principal founder uh, and uh, CEO of TML Communications, Teresa Lundy. We're so very happy to have her with us on this week's edition of uh, the Thinking Out Loud radio show for Women's History Month. And, you know, I was telling you off air uh, how I ran across you and I was watching uh, Roland Martin Unfiltered. And um, I realized that you were one of his uh, panelists and one of uh, a regular guest contributor on, um, you know, this uh, you know, this legendary journalist uh, show, Roland Martin Unfiltered. And um, I was very impressed with with you being on the show. And I was saying to myself, wow, I got to I, I wonder, can I reach out and possibly have her on the Thinking Out Loud radio show? Um, but I want to know, um, you know, how were you able to make the connection with this? You know, Roland Martin is a, a, a growing media mogul. Uh, in this in this news industry and, and in journalism. So how were you able to make that connection with this legendary journalist? You know what? I am so happy that you asked that question because 
Um, it was actually a client of mine that I, I, I originally had that was on the show when Roland was on TV one. And wow. yeah. And so a friend of mine happened to uh, also be a panelist that day. And they said, T, where you been? And I was just like, I've been in Philly. I was like, I'm only up here because my client's on Roland show. And he was like, well, you know, they're always looking for female panelists. And I was just like, bro, I don't do that. You know, when I talk to you about some of the the issues that I'm, you know, that's concerning me and, you know, other people in our communities, I'm on some one-on-one. I'm not sure if I can be politically correct on a, on a stage. So he was like, no, you should try it, you know, uh, but just know people are watching. So I, so you have to be very cognitive about that. And then uh, one thing led to another, uh, you know, I got put on, you know, and the door was open. And as my heart was racing and the butterflies was flowing, <laughs> when when you are dealing with a professional like Roland, and again, this is when he was on TV one, um, you start to, you, you, you feel comfortable, right? And so I, that actually opened the door for many other opportunities. And so when he said, Teresa, I'm leaving TV one. Um, I made sure that I kept in contact and I said, listen, you know, for this daily digital show, you know, I'm flexible. Let me know, uh, you know, anything you need. And next thing you know, I'm getting booked. And so Tuesdays are my days on Roland Martin unfiltered. And it's just been a pleasure. You know, I'm sitting there for two hours getting to, um, you know, hopefully, hopefully I'm doing a good job is uh, giving my perspective as a black woman, as a, a, a business uh, woman, as a CEO of a company uh, about some of these issues, you know, as it relates to uh, criminal justice reform, police reform, um, and so many other issues that, you know, play our people, um, but also elevate. So there is a lot of stories, even on Roland, that we are elevating some of those stories of entrepreneurs, projects that are happening that you just never hear on mainstream media. That is a great opportunity for us as a people to share amongst one another and make sure we can actually be impactful by sharing in the, someone else's vision. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and, and ladies and gentlemen, she does, Teresa does a awesome job you know, she's a uh, uh, she's a, prof a professional. Um, you don't you, you don't see the jitters if she's saying that, you, you you know, you don't you don't see that. You know, she's a, a consummate professional. Let me say that. And, uh, you know, uh, I've seen her a couple of times and, and um, I, I can tell why uh, Roland picked her uh, to be on the show, because she's definitely a great contributor uh, to Roland Martin Unfiltered. Shouts out to him. Uh, and uh, what he is doing, we certainly uh, consider him uh, the benchmark for journalism. And, uh, you know, hey, who knows where this little podcast will eventually go. Uh, but um, again, we, we are, we're, we're, we're looking to looking at him and uh, getting ideas on how to expand and how to grow the things that we're doing as well. Again, shouts out to Roland Martin. And uh, we're, again, so very happy to have uh, Teresa Lundy, CEO of uh, TML Communications, with us on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Guys, we're getting ready to take a break. But when we come back, we're jumping right back into my interview with this woman of influence, Teresa Lundy. We'll be right back. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. 
Don't you dare touch that dial. State's Attorney, Marilyn Mosby. As a black woman, you know, in the Supreme Court, right? Like this is this is long overdue. Thinking out loud. And it will be similar, that same sort of spark for every black woman and every girl across the nation. There's symbolism in the importance of having the first African-American woman in the Supreme Court. It's reassuring that President Biden has recognized that black women have carried the Democratic Party on our backs nationally and locally for decades. And, and, and our work and our passion in, in many ways built the seats at the table. Let, let me be very clear about that, right? But more importantly, some of the most qualified candidates we have ever had are eligible for this, this nomination, and they are black women. When we talk about, you know, Michelle Childs and Leandra Kruger and Katanji Brown Jackson, they have like these stellar resumes, incredible experience, and are the ideal fit for a job life. Join us each week as we celebrate Women's History Month right here on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Congratulations to Pastor Michael Nimmons for over 20,000 streams and downloads. Rate, review, and subscribe to the Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Radio.com, and MichaelNimmons.com. Tune in today. The Thinking Out Loud radio show. Giving voice to issues that matter to you. Minneapolis, Minnesota to London, England, from New Zealand to New York City. Black Lives Matter and I Can't Breathe are the sentiment of people around the world. Dr. King was right. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. We must do everything we can to continue to march, protest, and rally for justice. Let us march on until victory is won. An important message from the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Don't, 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 don't touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. All right, guys, we are back, and I know you are enjoying my interview with principal founder and CEO of TML Communications, Teresa Lundy. She's this week's woman of influence on the Thinking Out Loud radio show, and we're so very, very happy to have her. In the first segment, we were talking about uh, her business and her firm and uh, what she is doing, uh, you know, celebrating five years. I mean, that's an accomplishment 
I'm sure, um, in and of itself. And in this segment, we wanted to talk about some of the things that are happening. Of course, our first question out the gate is to really talk about Women's History Month, because, again, you're on the show uh, because we believe you to be a woman of influence. Uh, and, you know, this is Woman History Month. Uh, we want to know from you, you know, what woman, black woman, inspires you and, and pushes you, motivates you uh, to continue achieve, achieving your goals? I think that's a great question. Um, there, there's been, well, let me just start here. There's been so many women. So many um, women, that, right. <laughs> so many women that have trailblazed and has uh, really met the mark of um, making sure that influence, uh, they, that they were influencing not only a culture, but a, the next generation. Um, I would probably say the, the the one person that has obviously hit home to me was my mother. Mm. And then and then I have other women, you know, probably my mom's friends, you know, who are uh, leaders in themselves. And then I will probably look at some of the women that I'm reading about that I've never met. Um, and I'm just inspired by their journey. You know, so if I give you an example who that is, um, one of them was uh, Rosalind Brewer. She's the CEO of Walgreens. Oh, she's wow. Also, yeah, she's also a Black woman running um, Fortune 500 um, who was uh, previously at Starbucks. And, and, and again, taking some of those groundbreaking roles from, um, from who knows, you know, just from experience, right? So she's- right. She's had the ability to move up the corporate ladder um, and help um, with the corporation's messaging and positioning. And I think that's, you know, one of the most critical pieces when you are, you know, one, a woman of color, a woman, and and, and someone that, um, again, who has never been in a position that uh, of a Fortune, you know, 500 company, um, and, and that one person, when they finally get there, looks like us. It's just very inspiring. I, I, I agree with you. I, and, 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 uh, you know, uh, it's, it's truly, truly amazing to, uh, to see that and to, you know, celebrate women's history month is, is a, I think a very important month, uh, to celebrate, uh, the accomplishments of women and of course, particularly black women in this country. And uh, I, I just, you know, I remember when, um, you know, President Biden selected uh, Kamala Harris as his nominee uh, for um, uh, for vice president. And then when they eventually won, you know, it was a, a very historic moment uh, for them and uh, for this country. Uh, I, I just, uh, you know, think about again, that moment and uh, what it means for what it meant rather for uh, young girls, young women of color around the world. And it leads me to my next question, because President Biden made a campaign promise, uh, you know, that he was going to be the president that would nominate the first African-American woman uh, to the Supreme Court, uh, the highest court in the land. And, um, you know, this, of course, is a coveted seat and one that, um, you know, uh, you you would just uh, it, it, the, the fact that the very fact that you have a woman of color in that position is just 
groundbreaking and and monumental. So I want to know, you know, what are your thoughts about that and what kind of message uh, do you think that will send to young women of color, not just in this country, but around the world? I think that makes um, a lot of sense as it relates to knowing that um, we we as, you know, black and brown people live in a country where representation really matters. Right. Um, and, and, you know, we can't, black and brown people, <laughs> argue enough about um, some of the issues and concerns that we're having and, you know, feeling like we're almost pleading for mm. things to change because we look at the makeup of some of these institutions and organizations and they don't reflect us. Mm. They don't reflect the investment of our people. They don't reflect the history that we brought to the table. And so I think, you know, one of the campaign promises of um, President Joe Biden, he's doing what he said he was going to do. And it's such a, a not only historic, but it's a necessary position that needs to happen sooner than later. I think there, if we want to talk about what American democracy looked like, and if we want to start, you know, changing this narrative of black and brown people are a problem or black and brown people should not be in leadership, then we need to start showing the difference when black and brown people lead. Mm. And, And part of it is if we never have the opportunity to do so, how can we show anything different? And so when I looked at Kamala Harris, you know, our first vice president, how she was just being first African-American woman vice president in Jamaican and every, every, every other descendant, because again, you know, no one's just all African-American. We all have something else in us, right? Unless we do a a DNA test, we don't really know all of the, the elements that make up us, but it is our makeup nonetheless. So when I looked at Kamala Harris and and some of the, um, I'm not going to say abuse, but some of the, uh, uh, look, abuse, that verbal abuse that she had to go through even getting to that seat. And is she black enough? You know, is it, you know, is her family really, it was, it's, it's so uh, not only cringing, but it's just so, I just feel dishonest of our country not to understand that, you know, the backbone of this country is not only the business community or the backbone of this country um, is not those who serve in uh, some of those labor positions. The backbone of this country is the people that were enslaved. It was, you know, us, you know, that build the land, that pick the cotton, you know, so we have to have a real firm understanding about who we are. And then, you know, I know this conversation about reparations, you know, we got to get repaid. But part of that repayment is making sure that we are on positions and levels, high paying positions, equal pay, equity across the board. And so, you know, it, it's it's a good symbol. It's a good monument, um, an asterisk, like I, I like to say, you know, good remembrance when we see our people in powerful positions making powerful decisions because not only is it inspirational or is inspiring it's showing that our developing country is willing to make 
uh, the right decisions to to ensure that there is equality across the board. So it's not all happening at the same time, but it is happening. And, I, you know, I'm just here for the ride to make sure I'm a part of that legacy as well. Yes. I, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. And, you know, it is um, remarkable that um, uh, that this is you know, we're on the cusp of history yet again. I was just talking with uh, state attorney um, Marilyn Mosby from Baltimore City on yesterday uh, about this very thing. And, um, you know, she agrees that this is not just monumental, but it is necessary that we have a black woman uh, in this position in the highest court uh, in this country. And um, the message that it will send uh, across the, the, the globe is that uh, uh, women, women of color matter and, um, and, and that, you know, they are strong, they are resilient. And they are important parts of the fabric of not this, of not just this country, but the entire world. Right. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I know you guys are enjoying my interview with the CEO of TML Communications, uh, Teresa Lundy. She's with us, our guest on this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We're so very happy uh, to have her uh, with us now. Uh, continuing in this vein, talking about uh, the Supreme Court, uh, you know, do you do you have any uh, women in mind, uh, you know, when it comes to, uh, you know, who who could possibly uh, feel uh, this coveted seat in the Supreme Court? You know, there are plenty of women, I'm sure, that come to mind uh, that could, you know, are qualified to uh, African-Americans that are qualified to, to sit uh, in this seat, but do you have any anyone that uh, you can think of in particular? You know, um, I so one as long as they're qualified, mm-hmm. <laughs> qualified, um, they have the experience in the background, um, and and they look like me. And you that that is who I am hoping that uh, the selection committee chooses to right. be on the Supreme Court. I have no individual names. Because part of it is, you know, I think even the slate they presented um, was also a very, you know, empowered slate. So, you know, uh, I think these women have a track record of, you know, being um, successful uh, on on, um, legal issues, successful in the courtroom, and some of them successful on the bench. So I'm excited to see who the, the the choice is. And I'm hoping, you know, we can support that nominee um, to the full extent and get them across the finish line for a lifetime appointment. Absolutely. Guys, I know you're enjoying my interview with T, uh, with the, the, the CEO of TML Communications. We're getting ready to take our last break. But when we come back, we're jumping back into my interview with this woman of influence for this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. You don't go, you don't want to go anywhere you're tuned in to one of the hottest radio shows online. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. Don't, 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 don't touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. This is 
is Michael Eric Dyson. And when I'm in Detroit, I listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, dropping that knowledge, giving that inspiration, giving us that enlightenment. Nobody does it like Brother Michael does it. Do your thing. Holla. Peace. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Vision should be the next book you purchase. Written by radio host and minister Michael Nimmons. Vision is an insightful, thought-provoking book that is also a helpful tool in getting you to see your life through God's eyes. Vision Endorsed by best-selling authors Dr. Eddie Connor and Kim Brooks and mega-pastor Bishop Charles H. Ellis III. Vision is a life-changing book that you need in your personal library. Get your copy today. Available everywhere books are sold online or at michaelnimmons.com. Get your copy today. Vision. Vision. Stay tuned for more motivation, more inspiration, and more empowerment on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked. Don't, 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 don't touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. All right, guys, we are back. And uh, I know you have been enjoying my interview with this week's woman of influence, Teresa Lundy. We're so very happy to have her as uh, a special guest with us on uh, the Women of History's uh, a woman of influence series that we do in the month of March. We've just been enjoying talking to her about her business, her firm, TML Communications, and talking about uh, the possibility of a woman, a black woman sitting in the coveted seat on the Supreme Court, the highest court in this country uh, in the last segment. And you know, in this segment, I want to transition into uh, something I believe that is a, a hot topic that uh, everyone seems to have an opinion about. And I think it's important that we talk about it, uh, but what's, what's going on in the NFL and what is happening there. Uh, I just heard a report about uh, former Attorney General Loretta Lynch, who was the first African-American female woman uh, to uh, to be appointed to this high office by President Barack Obama, uh, according to reports, she is now signed on uh, to be to represent the NFL in their lawsuit that was levied by former head coach of the Miami Dolphins, Brian Flores. So, Teresa, I want to get your thoughts. I want you to weigh in on, uh, you know, this this new development, uh, what's happening uh, around this lawsuit and, you know, people are calling Loretta Lynch right out the gate, a sellout. Uh, you know, do you feel that, you know, she's a sellout or do you think that, you know, she could possibly be a shrewd negotiator? What are your thoughts? Well, you know, one, I, I appreciate you even bringing up this topic, but I, I also think listeners need to also rethink how they, classify women who have been the first 
You know, Loretta Lynch isn't, you know, just some attorney. She was the former U.S. Attorney General, where she served from 2015 to 2017, becoming the first woman to hold that office. Absolutely. And, pro- and then after that, she did actually work with the NFL. Um, I-, I think that was based on allegations by the Washington Commanders um, or their, uh, with the owner, Daniel Snyder, about his former limited partners. So she has a track record um, of, you know, serving the U.S. uh, and the capacity under uh, President Barack Obama and also serving the NFL. But we also have to take a look at are we really upset that, uh, you know, a black woman, Loretta Lynch, is uh, representing the NFL when we still have season ticket holders going to games when we just had, you know, the Super Bowl where. Eminem, well, he's white, but you know, at this point, you know, but Dr. Dre, that was a joke for the listeners. But when you have Dr. Dre, 50 Cent, you know, Mary J. Blige, do we call them sellouts, right? When they, when, when viewers, right? So we, we all, we all play a part in this because mm. it's, it's not just the defense. You know, because Loretta is, again, the NFL doesn't have one attorney. It's like one of many, mm-hmm. right? And, right? And But because of the name recognition and who she is, of course, they're going to put out a report. You know, like, look, we have the, you know, Black woman, you know, who's the first attorney general, and as they should. But that doesn't mean they shouldn't highlight the rest of the team that is also handling the case. But I think we need to start, t- just scale back a little bit on what our priorities are as viewers, right? As, as again, every time we watch an NFL game, we are actively engaging in NFL uh, financials. So that the money keeps growing. The influence keeps growing. Every time we share, we tweet, you know, hashtag NFL, or we buy their products because of the winning team, or every time we sit at a game, you know, we are supporting the NFL. So there's not many people boycotting watching a a Sunday night or Monday night game. And so we just need to have an honest conversation about what if if, if we really, you know, and I want to, you know, I want us to all take a step back here. Mm. If we really take a look (laughs) at, (laughs) you know, uh, if if we're really upset, at Loretta Lynch, then we need also need to be upset with ourselves. ourselves. Wow. And so, you know, we, we can't now I'm, I'm, I'm now that we know that she's a part of the team, right now we get to see what happens next, but Mm -hmm. I don't think ridiculing a woman who, again, she's not our U S attorney general anymore. She is a citizen working for a law firm who uh, is a black woman and if it's not her, then who? Right. I I'd rather have a black woman getting that name recognition, uh, but also making sure that they are following the law. And I, you know, and, and I and I believe the type of woman that Loretta Lynch is, she will follow the law. And mm. as long as the law is guiding the the case, um, you know, uh, equally, then the NFL shouldn't have any problems. Or Brian shouldn't have any problems, but if not, it'll all come out in the wash. But I, again, I just want us all 
take a look at our own responsibilities um, when it comes to, you know, when we start talking about, you know, code switching, you know, and loyalties to the black community, you know, it's, 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 we, it's, it's a line there, you know, because we all have a responsibility and I think we all have our own choices and our own beliefs, but um, again, we, 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 we don't need to keep tearing each other down. We got to keep building each other up. Well said. Well said. Uh, and, and, you know, I agree with you. NFL, the NFL is king. And when you talk about all of us, basically, you know, uh, our our co-conspirators or we're accessories to the crime, if you will, when it comes to our participation or the lack thereof in, in watching uh, NFL games, I hear Guys, you know, some people say all the time, you know, I'm done with the NFL. Uh, you know, this is the last controversy I'm going to be involved in. I'm, uh, I, I'll just, uh, you know, find something else to do on, on Sunday or, and Monday nights. Uh, and, you know, I really don't know if that is what they if that's actually a realization of what they're they're actually doing or not. That's something that they're saying, but we don't know whether or not they're actually going through with that. Um, but. Uh, I, I, I agree with what you're saying. And, and before we rush to judgment about, you know, whether uh, she's a sellout or not, you know, I, there was a, a tweet from, um, you know, radio maverick, Joe Madison, who said uh, something I thought was very apropos, you know, maybe she's, you know, a shrewd negotiator. Maybe she is, uh, you know, going to, as you say, represent the NFL and making sure that they they follow the letter of the law and that, you know, that Brian Flores is being taken care of properly by someone uh, who knows the law and has been in that position before. So, you know, I, I, I take what you say uh, definitely um, with with a great deal of credibility. And I believe that um, that that Loretta Lynch deserves, in, the, in my opinion, and I believe in yours as well, the benefit of the doubt. I agree. Well, yeah. thank you. Thank yeah, you. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Speaking of the NFL, um, you know, uh, did you watch the Super Bowl? And and what did you think of the halftime show and and Eminem taking the knee uh, during during his performance? You know, what what are your thoughts about that? And, I, you know, it's come out that the NFL powers to be uh, were against that. Uh, but uh I think Dr. Dre recently made a uh, put a put a, a statement out there that the NFL was not, uh, you know, did, did not stand in the way of that or did not, you know, um, did not did not mind him or or went along with it or whatever. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm saying it correctly, but nevertheless, he was saying that what is being reported about the NFL is not true. Um right. You know, who do you think is 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 telling the truth in all of this? So one of the statements that I, I read from the NFL was um, that they that talent management, you know, handles every artist um, that is uh, going on stage. And part of that, you know, talent management is letting the, um, the, the bookers, per se, in this case, the NFL, know some of the uh, special requirements that their artist needs. And so Eminem's team told the NFL, this is what I'm going to do. And the NFL prepared. They zoomed in 
on Eminem taking the knee, right? They didn't, you know, cut camera two. We're going over here, right? They, they zoomed in and allowed him to express himself. And I thought it was powerful. I think many other people looked at it and said, thank you, Eminem, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's good to have, you know, our white counterparts to say, yes, I stand with you, they right? Get it. And do it, they get it. And mm -hmm. they do it so publicly. Right. So it doesn't look like it's just us screaming from top of our lungs, equality, equality. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not right. just us. So it was, it was one, it was on point. One it, on the on the uh the day uh, really primetime night of uh the biggest sports season, you know, it was necessary. And he wasn't the only one, right? We had some NFL players, either they stayed in the in the locker room, they all did their own individual protests. But because Eminem had the mic in his hand, and we all know, you know, Eminem has always been powerful in, in his stance, either with his rapping lyrics or with the people he surround himself with, that he did this, he did it proudly, and he stayed, stayed firm. But he, what he didn't do was surprise the NFL. And I think, you know, it, it was incumbent of the NFL to allow him to do what his God-given constitutional right is to do. So there was no, you know, hiding, uh, you know, what he did. And, and I think it was great. And I think people uh, really received his message. Um, and, and we, you know, enjoyed the show, right? How many times have we seen Mary J and we, you know, was in the back room sitting there <laughs> doing our two-step, you know, Mary, look, Mary is, is one of my favorites. Right. Um, and then I've seen so many memes you saw when 50 Cent was upside down. <laughs> <laughs> right. I thought that was great. I saw so many memes with just people upside down and, and like and with a burger in their hands. So it was so great to see people engaging with one another. It you was. know, I think people were trying to find uh some 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 bad instances to say oh they don't have masks on, but they require schools. Listen, just live for the moment, just for the day. Mm. You know, and that's what I think people were doing when we were watching the NFL, either in our homes or at the bar or at a friend's house was living in the moment. And so right. um, and that's what I think we needed, you know, coming off a time that the pandemic is still high, but there has been some great, great um, um, results coming, you know, from uh, the many, um, uh, you know, um, uh what do I want to say? The many um, operational things that the CDC and, and the Biden administration has told us uh, to do. Um, so, you know, lives are being saved daily. But right. we will never forget, you know, that first uh, terminal year mm. who did pass away, you know, with COVID-19. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, and, and uh, you know, I, I completely agree with you, with, with, uh, with your line of thinking, you know, with uh, the, the the NFL and the Super Bowl, and uh, you're right. You know, they they did not uh, cut away from NF, uh, Eminem uh, when he took the knee. Uh, they the camera, in fact, zoomed in on it, and uh, that lets you know that uh, you know that wasn't a surprise to them that he was going to do that because they could have actually cut a, cut away, and only those individuals that were in the stadium at that point would would have seen that, but. Exactly that need resonated not just within that stadium, but around the world. Uh, and uh, I think it was a symbol, a symbolic stance of, uh, for, uh, you know, 
black uh black lives matter you know the movement uh for black black and brown people around the country and around the world and uh you know uh shouts out to Eminem uh for doing so and uh we thank him for taking that knee and taking that stand at the same time absolutely absolutely well guys uh i am just so excited to have had this uh, woman of influence with us on this week's edition of the thinking out loud radio show i've enjoyed chopping it up with the ceo of cml community uh, tml not cml tml communications Teresa lundy uh thank you so so very much uh, for being with us. Before we let you go, share with our listeners how they can reach out to you on social media if they're interested in possibly uh, using your your firm for uh, to expand their business. Uh, let them know how they can reach out to you and uh, be a part of what you're doing. Absolutely. Well, I just want to start off by saying, Michael, I appreciate you. Um, I appreciate your show and what you're doing. Continue you. to be great. Um, mm. And what you do. And I don't want people to forget, like how me and Michael met. We we don't live in the same city. You know, we he reached out on Twitter and said, I want you on my show. And we connected. So I just want everybody else to to stay connected. You might not get to go, you know, uh, an hour down the road or 15 minutes to connect to somebody. But again, if, if you're touched by what someone is saying and you have a platform, it's time to reach out. It's time mm. to get back to business. So if those who, you know, I would love if you send me an email, um, go to my website, tmlcommunications.com. Um, and there you can reach all my social media, connect with me, um, reach out to my team, sign up with, to my newsletter, and hopefully I can help you reach your goals. So again, Michael, this has been a pleasure. And again, keep doing what you're doing because it is making an impact. Wow. Thank you so, so very much. I really appreciate it, especially coming from someone who is um, this is your business. This is what you do uh, on a day to day. And I really appreciate the compliment, guys. Thank you so very much uh, for tuning in to this week's edition uh, with uh, my my uh, wonderful, wonderful uh, uh, guest, Teresa Lundy, woman of influence. We wish you nothing but success and all that you do. We hope to have you back when you have a little bit more time, but thank you again. And may God continue to bless you. May God bless you as well. Thank you so much. It's the thinking out loud radio show. We'll be right back. You're listening to the thinking out loud radio show with pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. CEO Teresa Lundy. <laughs> when when you are dealing with a professional like Roland, and again, this is when he was on TV One, thinking, thinking out loud, um, you start to you you feel comfortable, right? And so I, that actually opened the door for many other opportunities. And so when he said, Teresa, I'm leaving TV One, um, I made sure that I kept in contact and I said, listen, you know, for this daily digital show. You know, I'm flexible. Let me know, uh, you know, anything you need. And next thing you know, I'm getting booked. And so Tuesdays are my days on Roland Martin Unfiltered. And it's just been a pleasure. You know, I'm sitting there for two hours getting to, um, you know, hopefully, hopefully I'm doing 
doing a good job is uh, giving my perspective as a black woman, as a, a, a business uh, woman, as a CEO of a company uh, about some of these issues, you know, as it relates to uh, criminal justice reform, police reform, um, and so many other issues. Join us each week as we celebrate Women's History Month right here on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Who told you that you were naked? Who told you that you were insufficient? Who told you that you were a loser? Who told you that you were a failure? Who told you that you were deficient? Who told you that you were nothing? Who told you that you were worthless? Who told you that you had no value? Who told you that you were you to believe? Who told you that you were naked? It's a dynamic, empowering, and inspiring book about identity that is a definite must-have. Pastor Nimmons talks about an identity crisis that dates as far back as the Garden of Eden. You don't want to miss these powerful insights into not just the problem of this identity crisis, but the discovery of the spiritual solution. Get your copy now, available on Amazon for just $14.95 or by visiting michaelnemons.com. Like a victim when you are already victorious. What's cracking Planet Earth? It's your boy Griff, comedian, author, motivational speaker, entrepreneur, philanthropist, but a Jesus Christ lover. You understand me? And you're listening to Thinking Out Loud Radio with my homeboy, Michael Nemitz. Check him out right here. Go ahead, Mike. Give him that good, good. The Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Giving voice to issues that matter to you. Fifty-seven years ago, on March seventh, nineteen sixty-five, student nonviolent coordinator John Lewis took a small group of young black men and women across the Edmund Pettus Bridge. This march quickly turned ugly and became known to the world and to the history books as Bloody Sunday. Fifty-seven years later, on March sixth, two thousand and twenty-two. The first African-American Asian Pacific woman vice president of the United States marked this anniversary with this speech. Take a listen. We, we gather here on hallowed ground. It was a chilly Sunday morning, 57 years ago, when 600 brave individuals set out from Selma. They were marching for the most fundamental right of American citizenship, the right to vote. They knew that if they wanted true freedom, if they wanted to claim what was theirs by birth and by right, they had to march on this bridge on that day. 
they were prepared for the worst. And on this bridge, on that day, the worst found them. Their peaceful protest was met with crushing violence. They were kneeling when the state troopers charged. They were praying when the Billy Cubs struck. On this bridge, on that day, those brave marchers continued to push forward to secure the freedom to vote. And they were pushed back. Today we stand on this bridge at a different time. We again, however, find ourselves caught in between, between injustice and justice, between disappointment and determination, still in a fight to form a more perfect union. And nowhere is that more clear than when it comes to the ongoing fight to secure the freedom to vote. A record number of people cast their ballots in the 2020 elections. It was a triumph of democracy in many ways. But not everyone saw it that way. Some saw it as a threat. And so, as powerful people have done many times in our nation's history, they launched an assault on the freedom to vote. Across the country, states passed anti-voting laws, laws that ban drop boxes and restrict early voting, laws that make it illegal to give food and water to voters who are standing and waiting in line, laws that put simply make it much more difficult for people to vote with an expectation that then we will not vote. Undemocratic laws, un-American laws. And so last year, we all joined together, we locked arms and lifted our voices and fought to pass federal voting rights legislation. We brought the Freedom to Vote Act, and yes, the John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act to the floor of the United States Senate. And on the night of January 19th, every Republican senator in the United States Senate voted to block passage of this law. Over the past few months, I have traveled our country talking with so many people about our fight, our collective fight, to safeguard and strengthen the freedom to vote. Faith leaders, community leaders, students, activists, and organizers. And yes, people are tired and frustrated and at times scared scared that we risk losing the rights we fought so hard to win. I believe at this moment we are faced with a choice, a choice that we have faced many times before. Do we stand or do we fight?
gathered at this bridge, reflecting on its history, yes, I know the path forward is clear. Remember, it took three tries for the marchers to cross the bridge. It took their sweat, their tears, their blood. It took their resilience, their determination, and their courage. The legacy of those who are with us today, Annie Pearl Avery, Charles Malden, Bernard Lafayette, Cheyenne Webb Kreisberg. The legacy of those who are smiling down on us, Marie Foster, J.D. Hunter, C.J. Adams, Amelia Boynton Robinson, and all of those courageous foot soldiers for freedom who named and whose names we know and sometimes names we will not know, but who lift us up nonetheless. The last time I was in Selma was the last time Congressman John Lewis stood on this bridge. For his whole life, and especially that day, John Lewis was the embodiment of strength and resilience, the epitome of dignity, grace, and perseverance. As he stood here that day, you could see the body that carried him across this bridge all those years ago had become fragile. But the spirit that carried him was as strong as ever. John Lewis, well, he never gave up the fight. He returned to this bridge again and again and again. It is that clarity of purpose that relentless dedication, that spirit, the spirit of Selma that we summon today. We will keep fighting. We will keep organizing. We will keep shouting. We will keep making good trouble. And we will march on until victory is won. Thank you all. We hope you enjoyed this episode's thought of the week from Vice President Kamala Harris, the first African-American, Asian Pacific woman vice president of the United States. We all stand on the shoulders of some great men and women. And again, we honor the legacies of these great civil rights leaders of whose shoulders we stand on and the reason we are here even to this day. Want to 
to give a special shout out to CEO and political analyst Teresa Lundy for being with us on this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thank you so much, Teresa, for being with us and agreeing to be on the Thinking Out Loud radio show as this week's Woman of Influence. We wish you nothing but success in all that you do, and we hope to have you back on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Shouts out to iconic, legendary journalist and broadcaster Roland Martin. Check his uh, show out, the day, his digital day, his daily digital show that you can see on all social media platforms, including YouTube, or at, on every day or at 6 p.m. Uh, yeah, every day at 6 p.m. Uh, Roland Martin Unfiltered. And that's where Teresa, you can see her on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. as well. So shouts out to them both. We hope you enjoyed this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thank you guys for tuning in. We truly, truly appreciate it. Remember to uh, follow us on uh, social media at TOL Radio Host MSN or the TOL Radio Show on Instagram and on Twitter. And, of course, on our Facebook fan page at Facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud HQ. Thinking Out Loud HQ. Remember that. Thinking Out Loud HQ. Also, stop by our YouTube channel as well. Thinking Out Loud TV. We're going to be posting some more videos there very soon. We also have some great videos that you can see as well. YouTube.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud TV. Or just go to our website, MichaelNemis.com. You can see all of our videos as well as listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Tune in next week, guys. We're going to have another great guest as we continue celebrating Women's History Month. We have speaker, creator, and influencer Renee Antoinette with us. Uh, she's going to be on. We're going to be talking about a number of great topics, uh, great things uh, that she has going on in the kingdom. Uh, she is a great woman of God, and I can't wait to share uh, her interview with you. That's Renee Antoinette. She's going to be our guest on next week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Well guys, we're getting ready to get out of here But as always, remember, if you think it, you can believe it If you can believe it, you can see it If you can see it, you can be it If you can be it, you can achieve it The power rests within you The mind's the most powerful muscle in your body Use what you got to get what you want The power is in you It's Thinking Out Loud radio show Thank you for listening Thank you for tuning in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. To get more info about the show and the ministry, visit michaelnemons.com. Want to book radio host Michael Nemons for your next special event? Send an email to contact at michaelnemons.com. Tune in every Tuesday at 8 p.m. for the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Giving voice to issues that matter to you.